Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Bless you and welcome to The Voice of Healing. Just want to Give a shout out to all the listeners out there. Yes, we're back at the reawakening uh, co- uh, conferences here in in uh, McKinney, Texas, right outside of Dallas, and we're actually Frisco, Texas, where we're at. Frisco, Texas, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're right in we're in Frisco, which is a little north of uh, Dallas. But uh, it's great to be here and uh, to to say hey to everybody. I'm here again with Craig Hagen, and uh, it's good to have you, brother. It's, oh, good to be here once again. You know, I really enjoyed uh, the last uh, conversation that we had together back in San Antonio, but a lot of people uh, just were really touched uh, when you came on the show last time. And, and you know, many, many people were shocked how much you look like your grandfather. I get I told mean, that all the time. <laughs> like, I said, no, uh, there wasn't a resurrection. I said, this is a, his uh, grandson. and uh, But, you know, one of the things I love talking to you before, because most of what you talk about here is political but, stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with the, with the, the salt and pepper of uh, Christianity in it, but you and I talked a lot about the, the move, move of God, of God yeah. and what God's going, right? Uh, we were just recently talking, uh, Craig and myself, about the 1950 revival and and yeah. how his uh, great grandfather his grandfather came out of the end of that and and the prophecies and the things that were happening. You know, we both believe that God's getting ready to do something now. Yeah, it, we're living in the last days. I mean, you know, yeah. and you know, I know we've been saying it for a long time, but I mean, we we see the signs of the times. Mm. I mean, you know, so many things are, are happening, and you know, and, and you know, it's interesting how we call it the reawaken American tour because America's waking up. Yeah, and you know Clay is one of my good friends, so I, I know all the background and everything. Of course, the very first conference was there at, at our church there yeah. at Rama, and um, you know Clay wants to like he always says, I- "I'm here to save America." But the way we save America is we get America saved. Yeah, you know, and and so we're trying to reawaken them to a lot of things, but the yeah. biggest thing we want to reawaken them to is God. We we need to bring America back to God. Yeah, you know, and I I was thinking so many times about. 9/11, you know, obviously one of the most tragic days, you know, for sure. here in America. Sure. But 9/12 was Wednesday night. And it, mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday night, we normally don't fill the church up, but um, on 9/12, we filled the church up. Yeah. You know, and it was amazing how people tragedy happened and people turned to God. Yeah. Well, I believe you know we're the, we're going through a worldwide tragedy. You know, exactly. and, and I you know mm-hmm. I know we. Some people say, well, it's man-made, this man I don't know. But the thing about it is people are afraid. And when you get afraid, you start turning to God. Sure. And I tell you, I mean, I, I'm just excited. I, mean, I, I just hear, keep hearing testimony after testimony after testimony. And, and God's just working. And, and, it's, and, and I, I believe that we're in the, the last day revival. We're, we're at the very beginning, you know, and yeah. it's, I'm, I'm so excited. 
Well, you know, there's there's a lot of Christian pastors that that don't think there's going to be a great harvest, which is yeah. shocking to me. Isn't that in the but, Bible? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, you, uh, uh, Kenneth Hagin, uh, A. Allen, Jack Coe, all these men that were used in that 1950 revival, a lot of them prophesied about what would come now, where, yeah. where you and I are at. Yeah. And and they prophesied about, you know, and even the scripture says, it's gonna, Jesus said it'll be so great that yeah. the nets won't have, a, you know, room enough to contain it. Well, you know, actually, between the, the our last conferences, I've I went back home and I started to, to listen to some some of my grandfather's most classic um, messages, and so I started out with the Believer's Authority. We haven't made book form. We also have it in CD or slash MP3 now form. Yeah. And in that in that series, the Believer's Authority, he talked about that that he goes, I believe that. At some point in time, the church will finally figure out the authority that we have Amen. through Jesus Christ. Amen. And, you know, and it just hit me. I'm like, am I, you know, I need to start getting this out there because it yeah. doesn't seem, I mean, we've been going through a fear pandemic over the last year and a half. Amen. You know, but we, we have a fear. And the Bible clearly says that greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that's in the world. So, exactly. you know, we should have the greater mentality. But we but we're, we're we don't we don't realize that we we have dominion mm. over all these things and you know and until we realize that we're not going to see what God really wants to do. I, w- I was reading John G. Lake a while back, and one of the things I began to pick up, and sort of like uh, what your grandfather was saying, also, um, they were talking about the end time move that revelation would come, new things would be taught yeah. to the church that not even they wanted to. Uh, uh, they didn't want to put a structure around what they believed, right? When we talk about the faith movement, I came yeah. out of the faith also. But they said there would be so much new revelation on who we are, like you're yeah, saying. That's right, yeah. That it would be hard for us to receive finding out who we really are in Christ and what he really paid for at the cross. Yeah. And that is a battle that's going on right now because everybody has set up the battle lines. Well, our denomination believes this. Our denomination believes that. But every move of God even the 1950 movement was all based on new revelations. And we and we got to let that into our churches. Yeah, but you know, the thing about it is, is that we also have to be grounded in the Word of God. Sure. And my grandfather says, you know, the number one reason why people don't get their needs met, they don't know what the Bible says. Yeah. We live in a generation that would rather read Brother So-and-So's book than read the Bible. Yeah. You know, and you know, we gotta know what the Word says. I mean, my grandfather always, if you would ask him a spiritual question, he would look back at you and says, well, what does the word of God say? Yeah. And then you would, you know, if you didn't know the scripture, he would give you a scripture. So I quit asking my grandfather and just started, well, I just, I knew what the scripture says. So he's just, he's not going to say anything different. I mean, <laughs> what does God's word say? Yeah. And then he says, well, you got to believe that. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the thing about it is, is, is that, God says that we believe in that settles it. And I tell you what, I'm more excited than ever, you know, and like I said, God has not given us a spirit of fear. We know that. And there's so many people that are preaching fear, even even pastors are preaching fear. And my grandfather back, well, I think it was back in the 60s when this this believer's authority was written. And he said, he said, there's so many pastors today that are preaching on fear. I'm thinking, wait, is is this 2020 or is this 1963 or whatever year it was? Mm. You know, and and so, um, but you know, then he says, you know, the word preach means to proclaim. Sure. And says, you know, you can preach and not be a preacher. Sure. I mean, so, I mean, you know, but he says, he actually said, well, well, you're newscasters. 
they're, they, they proclaim, and that's what they do. They preach nothing but fear right now. Yeah. And same way with social media. You mean nothing but fear. If, if you're going to preach fear, you should have an answer for what you're preaching. Yeah. And that's what I see. I see people saying, God's going to do this, God's going to do that, but there's no solution to how, well, why, why would God do that if we repent? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same as Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, if there was just a few righteous people, that the Lord would save the city, right? And I've always said that. Sodom and Gomorrah didn't fall because of just the, the uh, you know, the unholiness that was going on there. It fell because there wasn't a few righteous people yeah. to step in the gap, right? But, you know, you're, one of the things I loved about your grandfather, uh, Kenneth Hagen, he he was probably one of the first, because there's so many things talking about the prophets, the prophets yeah. today. And it, everybody thinks the prophets are people that gives words, but Ephesians 3, really, the prophets are those that reveal scripture. And your grandfather was a revelator of scripture. That's why I yeah. got on you last time. I said, you got to get some of his stuff back out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said, he was saying, he had golden nugget after golden nugget. Just in the little clips I see of him up, he, yeah. I know that he taught on a lot of that stuff. Well, and you know, also too, he would say that that he would never preach anything unless he had at least three scriptures to back it up, and two of them had to be New Testament. If if all three of them came from Old Testament, says so, so, you know, I, I can't, you know, so so there there were things that we talked about in private. He says, now I will never preach this because I don't have enough scripture, mm-hmm. but but I don't have enough scripture to prove it. But you don't have enough scripture to disprove it. Sure. You know, so I wouldn't I wouldn't preach this from the pulpit because I didn't I didn't feel I had enough scripture to to Verify prove it. it. Yeah. And, and so you know, nowadays we don't. I mean, I mean people run off with no scripture basically or out of context scriptures or, and things like that. But he also you know he did he talked a lot a lot about um, people get caught up in the Old Testament and they don't have New Testament scripture. Mm-hmm. To back to back it up, for, so it's for today, and so sure. so so some of those revelations, you know, they were for the Old Testament and not necessarily for today, you know, yep. which is he says it happens a lot. Well, I, I I see actually I see a lot of prophetic words in that <laughs> that are not even biblical because against what the scripture saying, which scares me. Yeah, but but I do believe I'm in agreement with you that uh, we are on the verge of seeing. We were talking about this a little bit before about seeing a brand new move of God. Well, actually, you know, I, I will say this. So my grandfather, before he passed in 2003, and before that, we were, we were doing what he called Holy Ghost meetings. Yeah. And he was talking about the spirit of seeing and knowing. Oh, and so he, said, he says the spirit of seeing and knowing, you know, has to be in manifestation before the, before the Lord comes back. Amen. And he said, and you know, we didn't realize that he was going to pass at this time, you know. Um, so, yeah. but but he says, he says, and, and if I don't teach this generation, it's going to be lost. And wow. so, you know, so those who are in the meetings, you know, we, we need to keep passing on that spirit of seeing and knowing. Amen. And you know, and I believe it's 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 for now. I, actually, our our ministry is pretty much built on what Jesus said. You had they had to have eyes to see and ears to hear. Yeah. But it, it, there's one common theme in all scripture from, from the book of Revelations all the way back into the book of Genesis. Every prophetic teacher was told to go tell the people they needed eyes to see, Jeremiah chapter yeah. six. Yeah. And, and, and we, and then the Lord warns us in the book of Revelation, you know, he, he counsels all six churches. People don't realize that pretty much chapter four is the kingdom age starting. Yeah. So the previous chapters is all to the church, to the church in preparation, right? Yeah. 
And, and to all seven, you know, to all seven churches, he says, to them that have the ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Well, the Jews couldn't hear what Jesus was saying 2,000 years ago. Then yeah. he said, I counsel you to buy sapphire your eyes that you might see. We're in a generation that needs to have eyes to see and ears to hear. The, the other thing I, was, I want to say he talked about during those meetings is he went back to 1 Corinthians 2 and, and Paul talking that, you know, that you know, he, he doesn't really know a lot, but what he does know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Amen. And then whenever, whenever we begin to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified, you know, then, you know, the, the miraculous things started happening. And then he went back to, because Acts 4, and it talked about, you know, that, that, um, they, that Peter and John, were, were, they were commanded not to preach in the name of the Lord anymore. And then went back to their own company. He says, that that's the problem. You, you need to have your own company. Come back to your own company and begin to pray for boldness. And, and I really believe that's where we're at. We're getting our, we're getting our company together, and we're, you know we need to be bold Amen. to proclaim what God has said. And I think that we're we're, we're stepping out in the area of boldness, and that's one of the reasons we're here at these Reawaken American tour. You know, I mean, this is our seventh stop here, um, and we're we're trying to have one one a month next year as well. And I, and I tell you what, we're we're proclaiming boldness. Amen. You know, but ultimately the, our whole goal here is to get people saved. You, you know, uh, I've been. I've been over 70 nations, and one of the things I've seen is so much division in the body of Christ, right? You know, if you have one person over there, you know, don't steal my sheep, this and that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And you, I know you've been there. Um, and I know your grandfather was really into that because they were pioneering so many new things. They were taking hits left and right. But Joel says that, there, that at the end of the age, this army will come forward, right? He said they'll march in rank, they said they, they, they're they not going to be able to be separated. They're going to basically be one. And I believe part of what's happening here, and, and, and I believe there's a lot of brothers right now in the, in the faith that are becoming one. Yeah. The, 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 the division the Lord is showing us, we can't be that way no more if we're going to win this battle within our government and everything else. Yeah. And I believe there's a unity coming together, and, and it's got to be the church that brings that first. Yeah, and, and that's one of the reasons that we try to have these events in churches, you know, because like I said, we, you know, we, we want people to come together, you know, in one accord. You know, yeah. it's, inter it's interesting, you know, you know, there in Acts it says they were in one place and one accord, and that's when the Holy Ghost fell. Yeah, and you know, and and what's happened here recently? They try to get us out of one place yeah. and out of one accord. I mean, there, there's there's so much division that they you know, try to divide you among race, uh, among political party, among this, among you know. Mm. I think someone said there's thirty thousand denominations. Yeah, thirty nine thousand. Thirty nine thousand. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's like someone tomorrow is going to start to. I don't like your denomination, so I'm starting my own denomination. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, that'd be, I, that's crazy. And I mean, some of the separations over stupid stuff, yeah, like yeah, not yeah. using instruments. You know, I, I mean, mean it's, <laughs> you got to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they believe the same thing, but we don't we don't use instruments. So, yeah, you know. So uh, uh, as we see this transition and into. Uh, what I believe, I, I don't, and I don't believe the whole church is going to be unified. I believe there's a remnant coming out right now yeah. that will basically take the fight to the enemy. And you were talking about this earlier about, you know, faith and what that means. And us understanding, you know, what's been given to us. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. 
gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Well, you know, um, actually, faith, according to Webster's New World Dictionary, is an unquestioning belief. Mm. Mainly unquestioning belief in God. Amen. You know, basically, you know, you know, if God says it, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's something that, that it's been really kind of, um, the scripture that my grandfather actually he walked off, he, 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 was, he was dying. He was on a deathbed mm. and he got a hold of Mark 11, um, 23 and 24. And it says, you know, if I speak to this mountain, you know, you know say with my mouth and believe in my heart. And so, but it says to speak to your mountain. It doesn't say to pray for your mountain. You know, a lot of people, they're trying to pray for something when we have been given the authority Amen. to speak. You know, what's it? Luke 10, 19 says that we, we shall tread upon on serpents and scorpions and, and nothing, nothing Amen. shall hurt you. I mean, yeah. you know, Amen. how clear is that? Yeah. I mean, you know, nothing includes coronavirus, includes cancer, includes all these kind of things. And, yeah. you know, we just have to believe. You know, yeah. the Bible says only believe you know, all things are possible to those that believe, you know, and, and, and that's the thing we got to believe. Um, mm. I mean, we got to believe, first of all, that God is, but we got to believe that, that, that he's our healer. You know, you know, he's our provider. You know, my God shall provide all of your need according to his riches yeah. and glory. Now, Amen. you know, people think that's, that's a financial scripture and it is, yeah. but you know what? I need things other than finances. Exactly. You know, sometimes when people say, well, I just need a hug. I mean, you know, sometimes yeah. you, know, you, you need an emotional healing. Sometimes you need a physical healing. Sometimes you do need finances. Yeah. But he, he says, my God shall supply. Now, what does that mean? He has already supplied. Now, how Amen. do we get that? Through Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. I mean, knowing who we are in Christ Jesus. I mean, it, it's, just, it's just having faith in God. It, it actually, <laughs> all Scripture also is, uh, says and tells us that by His stripes we, we were, were healed. It doesn't say we're going to be healed, it yeah. says we were healed. It's past tense. It's already been paid for. It's you know, already there. And how many people have, have said, well, brother, you know, I'm believing I'm going to get my healing. Well, going to get, get is future tense. Yeah. You know, we need to believe we have been healed. Yeah. You know, you know like I said, and how many times do, okay, we, we say a prayer, we believe, and then the next day the devil comes and knocks on our, on our thing, and we say, well, did I get that? Mm. You know, when am I going to get that, God? Well, when is the question? According to the dictionary, that's, that's, not, that's not faith. That's faith right. is an unquestioning belief. Amen. You, know, you just believe. You know, like I said, my grandfather says, God says it, I believe it, and that settles it for me. You know, it was crazy. When, when the whole corona started breaking out, I, had a, I, I was feeling a little something wrong, but it wasn't yeah. a lot, right? So I went and got a thermometer, and, and uh, te I had 104 temperature, right? But I didn't feel like I had 120. No. So I had, the, I had some of my people run down to the, the, to the uh, pharmacy and get a couple more thermometers, tested them, and under, under 304, right? So I said, well, the thermometer isn't broke, but why don't I feel like it? So they were like, well, you got to get to the hospital. You got to get to the hospital. I said, I, I'm not going to the hospital. I said, there's people going to the hospital. They're not coming out. I'm not going there. I said, I don't believe. I believe in the healing power of Christ, right? So I went and took a cold bath. Yeah. And, and I was talking to friends on the phone, you know, and just we're talking about every normal thing you could talk about, not about I was feeling sick or this or that, right? And, and the Lord said to me, it was very strange. He said, phantom. It's a phantom ailment. And I just said, amen. I rebuke this, Lord. I don't receive this. And I got out of that, that bath, that cold bath, right? I went and dried up and... Went downstairs, put the, did the thermometer, 98.6. Wow. So I, I truly believe 
if, if we just stand in what Jesus said, when the enemy tries to do that, it can't be done. Yeah. The enemy's just, just trying to, you know, trying to get at us, but we don't have to receive anything that he has. Amen. Yeah, like I said, only believe. Amen. I, I enjoy these conversations with you, but Amen. I mean, it's very few people anymore in the body of Christ talk faith. Amen. No. Yeah. Like I said earlier, your grandfather had an incredible gift of the prophetic. I mean, yeah. some of the stuff uh, when you study words that he was giving. And again, he was he was a young man, really, when you think about that 1950 revival. He, yeah. God was just using him and he was coming in and and God was moving through him in just an unblessed way. Is there anything your your grandfather said about the times we're in now, things that would come? I, I actually, if um, it's all over YouTube, um, his, he had a 1963 prophecy and he talked about the rise of communism. And he said, he called it atheistic communism would, would spread, you know, across America. And he actually, he's, he, it, go to YouTube, type in, Kenneth Hagin, 1963 Prophecy, and he talked about a black, a dark black hand rising out of the Atlantic Ocean that when he described it, sounds real yeah. similar to Black Life Matters, um, um, yeah. their, their black hand. I've, I've, read, I've, read, I've heard yeah. that prophecy. Go it, ahead, and so it, it goes on to, you know, talks about, you know. Yeah, but you know, it, even BLM is, is known, it is a communist. Yeah. Uh, they, they are, they, they're, it's not about uh uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and, and it's the, a communist and the, uh, society. It, it talked about people being deceived, and, and even political figures would be deceived, and all kinds yeah. of people, you know. But then my grandfather asked, "Well, Lord, is there no remedy? Is there won't?" Then, then he starts talking about the revival of fire. It says, you know, fire was. He said he could mm. see like spots of fire all over the map, you know, and it said it, people's. Um, I don't know if his hands or heads, you know, were on fire. And he said, well, what is that, Lord? He says, that's the fire of God. So so when we begin to see the, the rise of communism, well, it's, it. it's, it's time to look to the fire of God that that's going to be spread out to this place and to that place and pretty soon going to cover the, the whole entire globe. Yeah. You know, and we've been talking about from the beginning of this podcast. I mean, Amen. I mean, I, I, we're seeing it right now. I mean, people are getting ignited. I mean, I... Like, well, today when I was talking to someone, he goes, "Man, Craig, I like talking. You're, you're always in a good mood. You're always happy. You're always well mm. because I, I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, you know, I, I know that no matter what's going on. In fact, this will help you. Um, my grandfather, you know, the scripture over there says, count it all joy in James. Um, yep. You know, and says you go through my, trials, different yeah. trials, persecutions. Yeah. yeah. So my grandfather says it doesn't say it will be joyful. It says to count it as joyful. And yeah. you know, if you're going through a, a trial, a tribulation, you know, one of, I mean, a test, you know, and you're not very yeah. joyful, you know, you should count it all all joy. That's what the Bible says. And people say, well, how am I going to be happy whenever? Because I know who I know who who I who I am in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you know, and you know, I have found that. I know this sounds funny. This is going to. I grew up in children's church, you know, mm-hmm. and we used to sing a song. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. And you know, there's been times. Where I'm sitting there going through, you know, whatever, you know, and I'm just praying, and I'm, I'm, I just want to be honest, I'm not really joyful, and I just start clapping my hands, and some of my wife was like, "What are you doing?" And says, "I'm getting happy," <laughs> you know. And the funny part about it is, if you start to do that, you'll start laughing because you're just remembered children's church and all that kind of stuff, you know. You know, we should be happy, and we should know it. You know, you know, because because we serve the God that's more than enough. Amen. He doesn't say He's a God of enough. It, you know, it says there <laughs> exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think. Mm. And you know, I, I got this revelation the other day. You know, obviously we're looking at the economy. We're looking at 
you know, paying more money for, for fuel. I mean, in California, what you're paying like five oh, bucks yeah, a gallon or something $5. like that. Yeah, and, you know, and, and I know that is crazy, you know, you know, whatever, but you know, God spoke to me and says, Craig, it doesn't matter how much it costs. I'm going to provide for you. It says yeah. exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think. So I believe that 2020 mm-hmm. is going to be my exceedingly abundant year. Yeah. So I'm prophesying that right now. Exceedingly Amen. abundant year. You know, and you know, he said he's exceedingly abundantly more than I can ask or think. Yeah. And 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 that's 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 my 2022. Um, that's a that's a. I'm getting ready for my 2022. I, I always have the first of the year message and exceedingly mm-hmm. abundantly. That that's my word for for 2022. I, I do believe that 2022. The Lord has been telling me that that the end time harvest will start. Yeah. And that really isn't going to be within the church. It's going to be outside the doors of the church. And we're already actually starting to see that harvest yeah. come in. You know, it's, it's amazing. Um, the very first event in Tulsa, um, I had a lady actually in Colorado Springs stop me and says, says Craig, I just, want to, I just want to thank you. First of all, I was able to bring my daughter, who hadn't been in church in a long time, but, you know, said, well, it's a political convent, event. So they came to, to, to see the, the first event, and then— um, I preached on Sunday morning. We ended on Saturday night. And so she came on Sunday morning, heard me speak, came down and rededicated her life to God and said, has been in church ever since. And, you know, and she says, thank you for having that event. I don't think I could ever got my daughter to another church if you guys didn't have that event. And it totally changed her life. And and we hear testimony after testimony. Every time we do one, I mean, mean, people's lives getting saved, people getting healed and things like that. And a lot of, you know, now she had grown up in the church, but we hear people had never walked in the church at all. Mm. And because of a political event, they're in the the church and they walk out saved. What we're seeing so many young people today coming in with mental problems and stuff like that, being tormented, because uh, it's they, crazy. they're experimenting I mean, and stuff like that. And, and people ask me why. I say, you know what? Honestly, I think it, it, that this is something that's going to push them for answers. And uh, we've seen so many kids come in, get set free, just yeah. by the hand of God. I'm going to tell you, here recently, I've seen a, a lot of 20-something you know, year old kids. I, I call them kids, so, I mean, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> you know that, that have told me, Sir Craig, I have trouble sleeping at nighttime. It, it, it feels like the devil's trying to attack me when I'm yeah. trying to sleep. I mean, not, I'm not talking about a few, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, yeah. more than you would think. Sure. And I'm like, well, you know, that comes down, the devil is trying to, to steal, kill, and destroy. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like amazing. We have to take authority over all these kind of things. We, we've opened a door, I think, in this country where evil has come in because of the abortions and everything else. Well, also some of these demonic movies. I mean, you know. The movies, I mean, yes. the, the horror films whenever we were younger compared to the, you know, I'm not saying they were good. but They were, they were like a joke. They were like a joke. <laughs> but now it's like, I mean, I mean, I know... I can't even watch previews for some some of these movies coming out. I'm like, you know, it grieves your spirit. Yeah, you know, it just grieves you, and it's like this is crazy. Well, we're we're in that time, brother, and um, where God is is moving and getting ready to move. Amen. People want to get in contact with you. How do they do that? Oh, uh, the the best way um, is um, our our all things website, Rama R H E M A Rama dot org is our main website. If you're interested in Bible college, um, Rhema Bible Training College, rbtc.org. You can get there from rhema.org. Or I have a weekly podcast and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. If you just type in Craig Hagen Podcast, officially it's called Rhema Weekly Podcast, but Craig Hagen Podcast, it's like the most Googled thing. When I Google my name, it's usually Craig Hagen Podcast. And you can find when we were on Spotify, we're, we're on 
pretty much anywhere you have podcasts, you can f- find us. But we're, we're still an audio podcast, you know, you know, so I'm, I'm not on Rumble and not on YouTube as long as I'm, I will be on Rumble and YouTube. But some, we're, we're fixing to go video-wise. But, um, but uh, I'm, we're there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and so rhema.org. Hallelujah. Well, brother, it's always a pleasure talking with you. I really uh, I love to talk with people with the same faith, the same fire in them. Uh, one more thing I would like to throw out sure. is during the Christmas season on our campus, we have 3 million Christmas lights. And mm. so they're going to be on all the way through January the 2nd. So, um, you know, if anyone wants to come by the Tulsa Broken Air area, 3 million Christmas lights on, on, our, on our campus. And it's an awesome, beautiful time. It's one, it's, the, the way I understand it, it's one of the largest um, free Christmas displays in the nation. How, how big is your campus there at Rama? It's 110 acres there wow. um, on, on the, the campus there. And then we, we have um, another 500 acres out, and we have a camp, um, nice. which is about an hour away from, from Tulsa. Oh, amen. Well, for all the listeners out there, I mean, you heard what the man of God is saying. It's, 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 uh, it is that season. It's like his grandfather prophesied. I remember... Uh, a prophecy that was released by by Brother Seymour and Brother uh, Parham that in 120 years, well, we would see the last move, and we're there wow. now yeah. from the Asuzu Street revival. Yeah, yeah. You, you think about that. Yeah. You know, we're, we're right at we're, we're, we're coming we're, up around 120 years. We're right in that season. So to me, it, it, it's a glorious thing. So, Greg, it's been a pleasure having you again. Oh, it's always a wonderful time. To, you know, we, know, we got to do something together. Yeah, I, I'm starting to like you more and more. So. Uh, <laughs> And, and when I'm around you, I think of your grandfather. So that that's always a good thing. Amen. Uh, we want to thank all the listeners out there. And and for those of you that are listening to our our, our broadcast in Germany, listen, we're there praying for you and the, and the Aussies also yeah. that are listening. And, and we believe that God is getting ready to change this and switch this thing around. So stay in the faith. Believe the Lord. Believe him as your healer. Because believe me, God is doing incredible things right now. We love says, you. All things are possible to them that believe it. So, you know, just keep believing. Amen. I, I, know, I know it looks impossible right now for some of you guys. I mean, I got a text message this morning from one of my friends in Australia, and it's, they're yeah. just locking stuff down like crazy. You know, I'm going I'm to end this podcast with, uh, or this broadcast with, with a testimony. That's, that's always good to end, end with a testimony. When I was in Australia in, in, in 2003, there was a couple that came in and they didn't have fun. they didn't have any money. They had lost all their uh, they had eaten all their groceries and stuff. And we sat down and we prayed with that couple. They went home that night and their kitchen was filled everything. There was wow. toilet paper in the bathroom. There was everything, eggs, everything. And the the brother said to me, he goes, "Pastor, this is impossible." I said, "What do you mean it's impossible? With God, all things are possible." He goes, "No." And he goes, "I mean it's impossible that somebody got in my house." He goes, because I'm the only one that has a key to my house and my doors were locked. So I know somebody couldn't have just gone in there and done this. I know it had to be God. And so for those of you out there are are worried about food or provision, remember that testimony because if the Lord will do it for him, he's no respecter of persons. He'll do it for all of us. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Voice of Healing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 
1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.